Hello and welcome to A Very Vintage English Murder, a podcast all about vintage murders in England. This week's episode is all about the Derbyshire Pit murders. On Sunday the 4th of March 1923, four-year-old Tommy Wood was reported missing in Glossop, Derbyshire. He had last been seen at 11 o'clock in the morning when he had left his home. His parents were not too concerned when he didn't return for a while as he usually went to his grandmother's to have Sunday dinner. But when Tommy had not returned home by tea time, his mother went to the grandmother's house only to discover that he had not been there that day. The police were called and a search was organised. A witness told the police that he had seen Tommy at around 5pm with two boys in Slatelands Road. This led the police to suspect that Tommy had fallen into the Turnley Brook and had been swept away in the water. A bloodhound was brought in to help search for Tommy and it did follow a scent along the bank of the brook before it disappeared. Turnley Brook as well as Glossop Brook were both dragged but Tommy was not found. The man who had given the witness statement was Albert Burrows, a 62-year-old farm labourer. He said that he had asked Tommy to come with him away from the boys but that Tommy had refused. Albert had also mentioned in his statement that the boys had thrown a purse that had belonged to Tommy into some hen pens and that they had a whip on them which Albert managed to describe in great detail. Inspector Chadwick, who Albert gave his statement to, was sceptical about this information and carried on with his investigation, but the purse was found in a hen pen and when they dragged Turnley Brook, they found a whip that was exactly as Albert had described it. The whip had been fastened to a stone so that it didn't float away and this made the police suspect that it could have been planted. More witness statements and inquiries all led to Albert Burroughs being a suspect. On Sunday the 4th of March, a woman had seen him and a small boy clambering over shale heaps near Colpit House and at 11.30am that same day, a farm worker had spoken to Albert who had a little boy with him. The police interviewed Albert again on Monday the 12th of March. He said that on Sunday the 4th of March at around 11 o'clock he had taken Tommy for a walk across the fields to Simondley. While they were on the moor by Hargate Hill, he had left Tommy in a hollow where he went to catch a rabbit. When he returned, Tommy had disappeared so he returned to Glossop. This statement completely went against the other one he had given earlier. The police decided to search a disused air shaft that was on the side of the road between Simondley and Charlesworth. There was a wooden fence around the air shaft, but it was still possible for someone to get through and fall down the shaft. The shaft was over 100 feet deep, with 5 to 9 feet of water at the bottom. The police started their search, but the grappling hooks and ropes they were using broke, so they abandoned their search for the rest of the day. The next day, the police returned to carry on their search, but they did not go to the air shaft they had searched the day before. Instead, they went to the air shaft on the other side of the road. This air shaft was surrounded by a brick wall and Inspector Chadwick had noticed that the wall had been disturbed. The police started their search in this new air shaft and it wasn't long before they found the small body of Tommy Wood. Inspector Chadwick had become suspicious of Albert Burroughs. Even though Albert had been helping police with the investigation, he had deliberately led the police in the wrong direction by giving the wrong information and also giving two different statements. Inspector Tadrick had assigned someone to watch Albert's movements and report back to him. While they had been searching the second air shaft, the inspector was informed that on being told that the new air shaft was being searched, Albert had become agitated and instead of carrying 
on up the path he was on, he had instead gone through the fields to find an area where he could watch the search hidden. After little Tommy's body had been found, Inspector Chadwick ordered for the police to arrest Albert Burroughs. The police set off to find Albert, who they knew was hiding watching them, and a crowd of locals set off to find him as well. Albert ran off from his hiding place and the crowd ran off after him. He was found by the crowd hiding under a holly bush. When the police arrived to arrest Albert, the crowd were busy trying to hang him from an oak tree with a scarf. The police struggled to get him out of the hands of the locals to take him to the police station. On the way to the police station, the route was lined with an angry mob who booed and hissed and threw missiles at Albert. Just before 10 o'clock on Wednesday the 14th of March, Albert was taken to the town hall for the inquest. A crowd had gathered and when he got out of the taxi that took him there, flanked by two police officers, the crowd surged forward trying to strike him. Inside the town hall, it was asked if Albert could remain in custody until the following Wednesday. The mayor agreed and the inquest started. During the inquest, Albert stood up and said, About the shaft higher up, where I took the police, where I saw the boy safe. The top shaft had no fence around it. There is a wagon road between the top and bottom shaft and water flows from one to the other. Anything falling down the first goes into the second. I have a clear conscience. Albert was trying to say that Tommy had fallen into the first shaft accidentally and had been washed into the second shaft by the water. Albert was taken to the train station to be taken to Strangeways Prison in Manchester to be held in custody there. The route to the train station was again lined by an angry crowd who booed him all the way there. As the train left the station, the crowd continued to shout threats at Alfred. Tommy's funeral took place on Saturday the 17th of March. He was laid to rest at the far end of the new burial ground at St James's in Whitfield. The next week at the town hall, a pathologist gave evidence to the town hall saying that little Tommy had been sexually abused before being thrown into the air shaft. Albert Burroughs was charged with the murder of Tommy and was sent to Derby for the trial. When the charge was announced, the crowd broke out into wild cheering. Albert's trial was set for July, but before this, Inspector Chadwick wanted to explore the air shaft more. This was because the inspector suspected that Tommy was not the only person Albert had murdered. On the 7th of May 1923, the police started to search the air shaft again, and by the 4th of June, they had discovered enough human bones to make the skeletons of three people an adult woman, a four-year-old girl and a baby boy. The skeletons were identified as Hannah Caladine and her two children, Elsie and Albert. The people of Glossop were shocked by this as they thought Hannah and the children had moved to Manchester for work and they thought this because it is what Albert Burroughs had told them. Albert had met Hannah in 1918 while they were both working in an ammunition factory during World War I. Hannah was 28 years old and came from Nantwich in Cheshire. She had a four-year-old daughter called Elsie. On the 27th of May 1918, Albert and Hannah married, and then in October 1918, Hannah gave birth to Albert's child, a son who they called Albert after his father. But Albert's and Hannah's marriage was bigamous. When they had met, Albert had told Hannah that he was a widower with a child, a daughter, that was being looked after by a housekeeper in Glossop. But this was a lie. It was true that his daughter was being looked after by someone in Glossop, but the person looking after his daughter was his wife, the child's mother. While he was working in the ammunition factory, Albert was able to send money to both his wives, 
but after the war ended he lost his job and found it hard to find another one so was unable to keep up with the payments. Around the same time Hannah started to suspect that their marriage was not legal so she wrote to Albert's daughter to find out what was going on. Albert's bigamous marriage was exposed and he was sent to Walton prison for six months. After he left prison Albert moved back in with his first wife and daughter. But Hannah took out an affiliation order against him, which Albert could not pay, so he received a 21-day sentence in Shrewsbury Prison. Even though he had moved back in with his wife, Albert kept in contact with Hannah and even visited her when he got out of prison. In December 1919, Hannah told her parents that she was moving to Golossop to live with Albert. She turned up on his doorsteps on the 19th of December with her children. Albert took her and the children in, but his first wife was not happy and left the next day. Hannah and the ch- her children stayed with Albert for three weeks. Albert's wife sued Albert for maintenance, which Albert could not afford to pay. But when he appeared in court on the 12th of January 1920, he said that everything was okay because Hannah and the children had moved out. At first, his wife refused to come back, but after four days, she returned home. Inspector Chadwick started looking into Albert and Hannah's relationship. He found out that Hannah and her son were last seen on the 11th of January 1920 and the next day, the day of his court case, Albert was spotted with Elsie at 6 o'clock in the morning walking down Holland Cross Lane. A few hours later he was alone so a neighbour asked him where Elsie was and he told her that he had taken Elsie to her mother. Inspector Chadwick managed to track down Hannah's sister Elizabeth. She told him that for the last three years she had received cards from Albert but none from Hannah. And when their parents had visited Glossop to see Hannah and the children, Albert had told them that he had given her £3 to take the children to New Brighton and took their parents back to the station. Inquiries into the company where Hannah was meant to be working revealed that she did not work for them and never had. The evidence against Albert was overwhelming and he was charged with the murders of Hannah, Elsie and Albert as well as Tommy's. But when he went to trial on the 8th of July 1923 at the Derbyshire Assizes, he was only tried for the murders of Hannah and Albert. The jury took less than 15 minutes to reach their guilty verdict. Because of the verdict, there was no need for Albert to stand trial for Elsie and Tommy's murder. Albert Burroughs was sentenced to death and executed at Bagfault Prison in Nottingham at 8 in the morning on the 8th of August 1923. Hannah and her children were buried in the free ground at Golossop Cemetery. Their grave was marked with a wooden cross. Thank you for listening to A Very Vintage English Murder. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope you join us again next week.